Hi, I'm Ken Mingus. Welcome back to Mingus on Tech, where we talk about what's hot and what's not in technology. I've got Lucas and Keith here with me today, and we're talking about killer autonomous cars and the potential for killer robots. I, I think this is going to be the uh, disaster tech edition. Ooh, uh, what prompts this is a, I know, killer Sorry. robot. That's the Staples yeah. killer robot, right? Yeah. This is yeah. the Staples folder. I yeah, want okay. a killer autonomous car. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> you may get one one day. Is that like Christine from Stephen King? <laughs> it actually, about? yes, in fact it is, without All the right. haunting. Now I'm it's intentionally right artificial <laughs> intelligence <laughs> that kills you. Killer car. Okay, what good. Prompted this, what prompted this was a study that I think MIT did yeah. that was published in Science and then picked up in a lot of places about a, a dilemma that's coming up now that cars have all kinds of features that allow autonomous driving they'll keep in the lane they'll stop if there's something in front of them they'll you know adjust the car speed when you're doing cruise control and autonomous cars apparently are something that a lot of drivers expect to be on the road within a few years the question is what happens when your autonomous car comes up on a crowd of people in the street Mm -hmm. can't stop in time and has to make a decision to either kill them or veer off the road and kill you, the driver. And so it, it presents this ethical dilemma that this study looked at, and I was just kind of fascinated because there's not really a, an answer for this yet. And if you're going to have autonomous driving cars on the road, these are the kinds of questions that people need to think about. Yeah. So so my question, you know, Lucas, I know you looked at some of the study mm -hmm. and some, some of the details, and... The question I have is, you know, is this going to be, or do you think this could be a real roadblock to getting autonomous cars on the highway? Yeah, that was the interesting part of the uh, the respondents of the survey, that, you know, their, their, their uh, responses is that on one hand, people like the idea of a car basically doing as little damage as possible. So they wanted their car not to hurt pedestrians, right. and uh, but at the same time did not want their car to then sacrifice their lives. So they were given like, there were six different surveys, they were given a bunch of different scenarios. You know, what if there was a, a, an orphan, a homeless man, and a <laughs> widow walking across a, a seriously, just like that, across a crosswalk, and they had the green light, and your car was coming at them, do you swerve and go into a telephone pole? And die. Or, or do you just run them over? And, of course, you know, you choose to run them over. I mean, right. Yeah. No, seriously. Uh, is no, this, so. Is this to determine whether you're a sociopath or not? <laughs> <laughs> is one of those there, there is that. That's sort of embedded. Yeah. But, but people would choose, no, okay, but yes, run me off the road, you know. But then uh, they were also given this. Uh, they were the also given more scenarios is scenario. where it gets more nuanced, which it, is what I found exactly. so fascinating. Exactly, it gets more nuanced. And on top of that, then they were they were told, you know, should your car always protect you? And they chose that as well. So there was a duplicity here, where people always wanted their car to be programmed to protect them above all, but yet didn't want them to like mow down lots of people. And then the other thing I found really interesting was that they don't like the idea of the government being able to make that decision. So right. they're saying, look, I don't want to buy an autonomous car that's governed by my government's regulations that will tell, you know, that, that will take over from me and kill me instead of the people outside my car. Yeah, what I, what I do, thought do was... Do they think that that's going to happen, that there would be legislation that says autonomous cars must kill the, the passenger <laughs> in well, those I mean, scenarios? Well, I mean, all right, that's the question, the, all right. Who would decide what the rules would be? Is it the right. programmer who makes the software for the, you know, the AI that drives the car? Yeah. Is it the manufacturer of the vehicle itself? Is it the government that sets the rules and then, you know, you have to obey those rules? Or do you have, like, some sort of switch in the car where you can kind of decide, today I want to protect myself and everybody else be damned? Or, you know, where you – and then if you have that kind of switch and you yeah. make that decision and your car kills someone, who's liable? Right. You? Right. Or, well, you know, I, well, you know they, the government does have laws designed to protect everybody in terms of driving. That's why you right. have, you know – 
you can't take a right on red in certain locations and all those other street rules, like don't go New past the speed limit. So all of those rules you would think would be programmed into the, the computer or the AI that's, that's running this. Yeah. Um, but as a human being, sometimes I have to make that decision if I'm driving a car. You know, if, if, if something's swerving at me, I know that, like if a, if a car is coming straight on and is yep. in my lane, I know that I cannot go into the other lane because right. then I'm at libel if I hit someone else. Right. So there's all those things that you learned when you're driving at you know, age 16, 17. Right. Um, but on the other hand, I don't want to get hit <laughs> because I don't want to die. <laughs> well, that's so there are some times when you look and you're like, okay, there is no traffic coming. Yeah. So I Fear will to swerve. The left around and I will go. swerve and avoid the, the, the car that's coming at me this way and then get back into my lane as quickly as possible. Um, you know, we've seen some some accidents that have happened with the autonomous cars, but they've all been fender benders. Right. I'm waiting to see what will happen if an autonomous car is hit, like by a drunk driver, for example. Mm -hmm. Do you still blame anything that the autonomous car did, or do you accept the fact that there are other drivers out there that are not robots, or that are you know, and that might be bad drivers? Yeah. Um, and is that acceptable? You know, that those are the kind of questions that. Not only do the ethical discussion people have, but lawyers are going to get involved all over this. Right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. The interesting thing about... What would about you do as a human? Would you, would you protect well, yourself? Okay, protect so it's, it's not... It, I think it depends. Yeah, it depends. And yeah. it's, not, it's not black and white because you plow into a group of pedestrians, I guarantee the injuries to the pedestrians are going to be a lot worse than you hitting a telephone pole because you've got airbags. Right. You've got a crumple front end. You've got all this safety equipment in your car. So it's not as clear cut as kill me or kill them uh, the, the car will swerve and that safety equipment's getting better and better but what I find really interesting about this is that this is life imitating art in that you have all those movies like iRobot yep. that already went through Good these movie, scenarios by the way. great movie yeah uh, wow talk about you know foresight Perfect. Yeah, uh, a good, a and, and they had the three laws and mm -hmm. the robots in that movie one of the, the very Rule first law one. was that you cannot hurt a human being and you ignore through any inaction allow that human being to be injured and it's very similar when our cars become basically mobile devices robots that will make decisions for us we're going to have to present a set of rules to them I'm sure, i have no doubt that our politicians that our, our government is going are going to come up with rules that govern how these cars drive and factored into that will be how safe the cars are i mean if you plow into a group of pedestrians you're not likely to be hurt um, but you're likely to kill or, or mortally you know, injure those pedestrians. Yeah. At the same time, if you go off the road over a cliff, you're absolutely likely to be killed. You're so, gone. Yeah, so what's the scenario here? Are you going off a cliff? Are you going into a telephone pole? There's a lot of nuances. Well, it's interesting. You know, you mentioned the iRobot analogy in, the, in, that, in that movie. Have you seen the movie, Keith? No, no, but okay. I, I didn't hear it was as good as you guys think I, it was. I, I the movie was great. Like well, or in the movie. But compared to the books, I in think. In the movie, I think the there's a car accident. Yeah. And Will Smith is in a car accident, and another, fam another car is in the – they go both go in the water, and a robot has to dive down and figure out who to save oh, first. Okay. Him or like a little girl in the other car. Right. right. The robot makes a spot decision that he's got a better chance of survival than the girl does, and so he gets saved, and the girl ends up dying. So it's the same sort of analogy. Now, this is, of course – I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years down the yeah, road. Yeah, I think Batman had a similar d dilemma in one of those movies. Like, which one? Do you save Robin or do you save why your does girlfriend? Why always come back to Batman? I'm sorry. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, why Batman? Because he loves But Batman. it's the same ethical dilemmas that everybody's, But you interesting, know. back, but this to, the, is a robot. Okay, back to this study, though, in terms of, like, what people would do. Um, a lot of, I think I saw something that said one in six drivers would like to have an autonomous car. 
there, people are very good on autonomous cars saving the most number of lives unless they're the driver of the car. That's uh-huh. it. Or right. even if they're the driver of the car, if they've got their spouse, daughter, fa- you know, some family member in the car, then suddenly people become much less likely to want the car to kill them even if it means more people will die. Yeah. You know? And what was interesting about the study was that there really was not uh, an answer. That this is, you know, these are the kinds of, of dilemmas that are going to come up. And, and the problem is, is that you are asking programmers to try to come up with... To make moral with, decisions. And, and, and code in these ethical and moral decisions. how do you decisions. code that? I don't know how you code moral decisions. It's just something that you've learned as you're growing up as a human being. You, right. you, you, you know, you, you have to make certain decisions and you weigh the, the pros and cons of everything. Well, I, I, I don't I, know if, the, if AI is even at that point yet. I'm, I'm it's get, not. I'm sure it, it's not. No, it's, it's not. But you know, it's getting there But it will very, get there. I do think quickly. it will get there. It when will. It, when, when it achieves like the singularity, right? When... <laughs> In which case, we're doomed anyway. Yeah, and we don't get to make Paging any decisions. Skynet. But, but they'll protect us. That's a good yeah, thing. Exactly. Our future overlords. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, I think at some point the government is going to have to step in and be the objective entity here. We're going to be subjective. We're always going to be subjective when it comes to our life versus somebody else's right. life. And the government's going to have to make a decision based on logic, you know. What's going to kill the fewest number of people? Who's going to well? And the thing is, what you, you know, if or you t- and if you take this decision away from the individual, and, and and as you say, government, and you know, make it a communal thing, right? Then the objective would be save the most people you can, yeah. And in total, you're probably saving maybe tens of thousands of lives, mm-hmm. but there will be these incidents where one pe- person in the car gets killed. Yeah, you know. So you know, individual. That's a good point, though. Making it communal. Uh, I want to shift gears a little bit before we before we wrap up talking about robots. Oh, actually, robots. I wanted to ask oh, you, uh, something about autonomous cars that I wanted to bring up, okay. uh, and I think this was one of your stories that you wrote about because you had a, a discussion about Gil Pratt, who's now in charge of like Toyota's research, yeah. but he used to work for DARPA and he was involved in the robotics challenge. And so he did a lot of self-autonomous car stuff. But one of the quotes that I thought was interesting was um, that he was thinking that, that the guardian angel aspect of the technology, yeah. where the, the car doesn't become completely autonomous, but rather just helps you out I think, we're, I think we're definitely going to see that. We're going to get that. there first. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're already we're already getting of, there. In a lot of cars. Yeah. Um, but then there was there was a quote about that he said something like, "People won't enjoy being chauffeured around. Like they're that there I don't want to be chauffeured around. I want to drive. Like to drive. I, that's me. And I think that's a huge generational that's, difference. Yeah. Between Young, maybe younger age, younger, younger drivers want to be want to yeah. be chauffeured. Want to be chauffeured yeah. and because that's why Uber, Uber generation. Uses, yeah. But on the other hand, I also like the the idea of being able to not have to think about driving on my daily commute. Yeah. So actually, I wouldn't mind an autonomous car on my everyday commute here because then I could do things like sleep or read <laughs> or check up on email yeah. and get become more productive or just more See, enjoyable. You're missing that the, the journey then, is the drive. Right, but <laughs> the journey is I'm the drive. Vacation, you're missing the journey. No, when I'm on vacation and I'm driving somewhere and I want to yeah. see the sights, then yes, yeah. then I want to drive. So maybe there's a mixture, but we are in the U.S. especially such a, a, a car-driven yeah. culture. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a couple of generations. You know, by the time I'm old and retired, then I'll be like, fine, just put me in one of these <laughs> chauffeured robot cars, and, <laughs> and I'll get send, to my doctor's and send me off to the old home. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> another thing that Ford is doing. Grandpa, is, is like, you're going for a ride. They're developing self-autonomous cars for uh, you know the older generation yeah. that you don't want. You know, you don't want me driving at age 80. 
I'm not sure I want you, you know, driving now. No, I'm a great driver now. You know, <laughs> Everybody thinks you're a great driver. I'm an excellent driver. I know. Okay, anyway. Yeah. It's just like everybody thinks they're funny. You know? Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm getting killed in this one today. <laughs> it's a tough crowd. All right, why don't you just switch gears then? I well, just thought see, it was that's interesting what you, about, what would about Batman the generational. No, you, no. Batman drive. Yeah. Is the Batmobile uh, an autonomous car or a semi-autonomous car? Semi-autonomous. I would think it's He's got a remote control that can actually, yeah. I think it's fully autonomous. Well, well it, has the it has the option. Okay, well, the option to so, sort of turn it on if you're on the highway and you're going through the middle of Wyoming and it's a straight stretch of road for 50 miles and you want to click, kick yeah. on the autonomy. So Wayne Enterprises fine. is building yeah. autonomous cars. Right, right. That's what Elon Musk, I think. I think maybe Elon Musk is uh, is Batman or is secretly he Batman. Could, well, he may want to be. be Batman. So, if we, gears, so we will move from killer cars <laughs> to killer robots. And, the, and Keith, you prompted this that, uh, that, that this this video that uh, I'll link to. Um that shows this robot that's sort of programmed to randomly harm a harm human. a human being yeah. with a little with a little pin prick from right. a, a diabetic a needle, needle. Yeah, like a diabetic needle. They, they've got this robot. It has a little arm, and the needle's attached to the arm. And then you put your finger there, and then it has an algorithm that assigns a random decision. Yeah. Like, all right, I see the finger. I'm do just going to tap the finger, or I'm going to or I'm going to pretend to, and then not do it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the IDG news service reporter that, that did this, uh, Magdalena, yep. uh, did the interview with this guy who built it, asking them why he built it, because he, he wants to have a discussion about the whole point. The oh. whole point of you know, robots aren't supposed to harm people via these three laws, but what if you program something that could? Right. How would that make the human feel? How does that get involved in the whole discussion? And then she did a second video where she discussed you know, how she felt. And she said, well, I created this bond with this robot, yeah. even though I'm not supposed to. Um, and then she it, it was sort of weird. personally hurt. Yeah. That it hurt her. Right. You right. know, even and, though and it's an algorithm just oh, yeah. acting yeah. out. But, yeah. you know, she you was know. used to the robot being nice and friendly. And then it stabbed her once. And right. she was hurt. And then especially as you start seeing, like, these household robots that are all cute and they've got cute eyes yeah. and they look, like little you know, dogs. Or and little then all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> they yeah. go on attack yeah. and, yeah. They, they rip and your take foot your off. leg yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. But, but isn't that true or, of so or many Or if things? a hacker gets into the system and changes the code. I mean, what kind of thing, you know, I mean, how do you deal with that? People name their cars already and treat them like. I never, I don't name my car. I don't, don't look at me. That's I did not name, I've never, do. I don't it's name my car. Because it's then they turn on you. Inevitably. Yeah, exactly. I've never named a car. I don't name my car. I don't do that. My cars are just my cars. Yeah. Anyway, so killer robots, killer cars yeah there is no answer we're, we're all we're, doomed we're basically doomed either the car <laughs> will drive us off the road or the robot will kill us when we get home but it seemed like an interesting topic good fodder for conversation as we go down this road to ai we do need to be thinking thinking yeah. about these things and uh by the way before i wrap it up i want to mention that linda went into an apple huh? store linda is my friend who has a 3g an iphone 3g <laughs> and i've been ra railing for years she needs a new phone she went into an apple store last week ready to buy a new phone the line was too long. Oh. So, Linda, you still need to get a new we phone. We were so close, Linda. I know. It was close. That's, that's from, so, like, just during a normal midday It was an visit? Apple store. It was clearly not a Microsoft store. If you've seen <laughs> them side by side. Zing. If you've seen them Look, side by side, fact. you it's, can't get into the Apple sad. store, and it's like tumbleweeds in the Microsoft they have store. They more it employees mulling around in there. Yes, they do. Yeah, Look, looking like shoppers, I yeah. think. So anyway, that's Anyways. the update on the phones. That's, that's our story for this week. AI will get us one way or the other. Keith, thanks. Lucas, thanks. That's a wrap.